This is Hatch Design Talks, where we sit down with design leaders and public speakers who will be featured in the Hatch Conference on September the 8th. I'm Damian, founder and curator of Hatch, and today I'm interviewing Wolfgang Bremer. He's the head of design at Ellie, a company from the Volkswagen Group. Wolfgang has also spoken in some big UX conferences around the world and is very active on Twitter, where he shares great design memes with his over 21,000 followers. In our chat, we discuss what happens when a team lead joins a company that's already been running, how his mindset has changed on processes like one-on-ones, and leading teams to enable people to be their best selves. Let's roll. Hi, we're here with Wolfgang Rema. Thank you very much for joining me. We're talking today a little bit about you, about your talk at Hatch. Thank you again for the time. Maybe you want to tell the little people who you are and what you do? Yes. Thanks so much for having me, Damien. My name is Wolfgang, as you said. I'm the head of design at Ellie, also known as Volkswagen Group Charging, um, based in Berlin. And uh, we're dealing with everything energy or electricity related for home and cars and EVs and all these kind of things. We're just not building the cars ourselves. Nice. How long have you been head of design there? Since about a year. How did you start? How did you, what, did you actually study anything related to design or how was it? I actually doing print and digital stuff. And from there, I basically involved, uh, at some point I moved to Spain, working on a startup, social media related uh, things back in the day. And then I moved back uh, to Berlin. I started working at Nokia here in Berlin, uh, doing mobile stuff and desktop and mapping related things. Uh, then I moved to Vancouver at some point, and also a director of design for SAP for the analytics and HANA related software. And uh, yeah, now I'm back in Berlin and very happy to be able to connect with, with the audience uh, via the Hatch conference. So you've been building your own design teams since a while, right? What would you say is the biggest challenge for you when starting a new position and, and you're sort of like, okay, you're head of design, what now? Well, that's one of the questions I always ask myself every day, to be honest. Uh, usually for me, I'm not a person who comes in to change everything right away. Um, because I trust that the people who are working in the company are actually way smarter than I am at this point in time. You know, so I want to understand and learn what have they been doing in the past, uh, what is working for them, what is not, and then really start slowly, maybe fine-tuning things. They're not just like, hey, I'm the new guy, I'm going to change everything. That's not my kind of style. And usually I'm also more of a quiet kind of person, you know, sitting in the, in the back of the room, listening, trying to absorb things like a sponge. And then, you know, building like my mental puzzle, putting the pieces together, understanding, and then see where's the need or where are the problems and how can we together as one team find solutions for the problems. I see it also somehow as, as kind of a teacher starting first year of school and suddenly figuring out how do I get this class particularly to perform? Well, who's who here and what are the dynamics and all that kind of stuff. And I've met some people who come and just like impose, this is how I worked and how I built this like trillion dollar company and this is how we're doing it. But I totally agree with your style. It is much nicer, especially having been more on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. And from this current position that you have and the ones that you had in the past, do you think the expectations have changed in the last years of what the role of a head of design is? Yes, definitely. I would say over the last years, for sure, things have changed. And I would say definitely for the better. I mean, we are still not there where designers would like to be, I think, right? I mean, there's always like the, oh, getting a seat at the table kind of discussion and memes and whatever. I would say design has become much more noticeable in the company. And I feel that the value of design or what designers bring to the table um, is being understood better, not just like, you know, like lipstick on a pig, but really being involved uh, right from the beginning, think about strategy, uh, doing research, understanding what are the actual needs, what are problems we can solve, like what information can we actually find out and use these insights for not only short-term solutions, but really long-term strategy planning. 
you mentioned that you noticed that it's becoming easier for designers to get this seat at the table in the last few years. Do you think that has anything to do with particularly design being more mainstream and sort of the design requirements stop being this black box and, and actually are shared across the company? Or does it have to do with design getting more technical and suddenly being a little more respected on a more scientific way? What would you say, in your opinion, the causes are for this? I think there are actually lots of causes which probably come together. And I guess it always depends like on the particular company or the organization you're working in. I think it has to do with designers, not just being designers, you know, like really, oh, I'm creating a UI, let's say, but also really bringing things to the table and, and developing this understanding of, you know, what's really the return of the investment of the things we are doing. What are we actually doing? You know, what is the strategy? What are meaningful steps to get there? Really having an, an understanding of the business and having not only the product knowledge, but really the domain knowledge of the area you're working in. Because if you don't have that, you can't really contribute. You're not putting yourself on the same level as the other people in the company or the other leaders in the company are. And do you think that has to do with requirements of the consumers as in a way of, I won't take as a consumer, like a low bar on design or a bad experience because I just might as well shift to the next product. And if they're a little better, then why would I pay attention to yours? I would say yes, but only to a degree, right? Because uh, there's only so many competitors on, on a certain program, right? You know, for example, if I compare Netflix with Amazon Prime, right? To me, the Netflix experience is just much better if you use it on a TV versus the Amazon Prime one. But it's not really comparable because the content can be very different. But of course, if you have an option, you probably opt for something which works. You know, like if you choose a phone, you probably read about the phone, not just like, oh, how many megapixels does it have and how much RAM, but how does it actually perform? How's the usability? Can I do the things I want to do with it? Because in the end, the apps you download, well, they're the same, no matter which phone. But yeah, it, it still plays a major factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, like when 20 years ago, when I was starting to be a designer, junior designer, uh, I would spend a long time on like refining icons, for example, like really small example, you know, and I would spend so much time on the icon until I thought, oh, that's perfect now. But then if you take the whole picture, that was actually the return of investment of you spending so much time on this tiny icon. Will anybody else really notice a difference? And of course, it's, you know, you cannot just say yes or no. It's very gradual and depends on many things. But this is something I think the more senior you become, the more you take more things into account. You know, like the icon, I don't want to say it doesn't matter anymore because, I mean, I'm a designer, right? But if you think about like design and yeah, product yeah, sure. and business and return of investments, all these kind of things, then suddenly... It's a different angle, you know, it's like, wait a second, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think as you do this more and more and you start seeing results, maybe you put a lot of love in a product and suddenly it's not performing the way it is. And it, it definitely didn't have to do with the icons. And then you're sort of like, next time you do something similar, you're going to be like, maybe I need to spend more time on that thing that wasn't working there or that, you know, that problem that we didn't really think through instead of, of that. Of course, you know, we all love to, to spend, you know, hours and hours and hours just doing like visual design and tweaks and stuff. But at a certain point, certain things have to come out of the oven, whatever the way they are. And, and it's, it's important to balance both. That's for sure. And I think that is also part of what makes a good design leader, I was saying. But that I don't even mean a manager, you know, somebody who's mentoring somebody else um, or coaching, like, like these kind of things, because it's just a different perspective. And if one has, has not been put in the position or, or hear this or see this kind of perspective, how would they know, right? So if I take a step back in my career, I had a lot of, I want to say terrible managers, unfortunately. And at the, at the point in time, that was always 
bad, right? But now looking back, I think that was probably one of the best things that happened to me because I realized like all the things I as a leader would like to avoid feels really silly somehow. But I think this is one of the things which taught me, you know. Um, so I'm trying to do things better and really trying to do it in a in a way of like how how would I like it if my boss would do this now to me or would have done it like this back in the day kind of thing, right? So I was trying to put myself back in the shoes um, to understand what happens if I'm on the receiving end of things, communication or, or tasks, or is there a better way of doing it, right? And then usually there's a better way. It's just, well, it's it's effort, I want to say, but effort we should be willing to to put in, to, yeah, to just be better and to be more human, I want to say. Yeah, I like that. It's a little bit applying this customer centrism, but with your own team as part of the dynamic that grows it or that makes it a break in a, in a way. Uh, but that's a good segue to your talk, which is called Human-Centered Design Leadership. Can you tell us a little bit what it's going to be about? Yeah, I used to have quite some bad bosses, want to say, in the past. Uh, luckily, quite, quite some time in the past. Um, and they shaped me to who I am today. And luckily, I also had some really good mentors and some really good bosses, you know, who, who taught me mm, different perspectives, um, different leadership styles, different approaches. And for me, I want to say what it what it comes down to is Work is just work, I usually say. I mean, yes, we work and we, we tend to work a lot, um, but in the end, it's work. So what I want to make sure is that the people who, who go to work, go to work as their best selves, you know? So create an environment and an atmosphere and provide the tools and the people they work with and the equipment, whatever you, you name it, right? Come together to make the people feel like, hey, I'm in a good spot, you know? I feel, I feel like I'm in the right place in the right time. And I can be my best self in that moment. And because I'm my best self at this moment, I can do my best work. And I think by doing that, you set the stage for people being more successful, having the freedom to do the things they are actually showing up to do, you know? So not micromanage, but totally the opposite, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and it's a great impact. I, I always think about, you know, this because of the speed of things, this thing that you're building today, maybe in like seven, eight years, it's not going to exist anymore. But then the person that you've mentored and, and you've helped grown is probably going to keep existing and then they're going to go along like doing great things as well. So I often think we put sometimes the impact on the product too far ahead and then we forget like the real impact that we have as designers. It's with people, right? And especially with as design leaders, it's, it's with people. Absolutely. And I think, I think the more senior you become, like the more you lead other people or guide other people or mentor them, it doesn't really matter if they leave the company at some point or whatever, you know, of course it doesn't matter. It makes me sad, but I don't want to hold them back. If I see them then later go on to work at, I don't know, Google or Reddit or LinkedIn or Microsoft or whatever company where they can have an impact, I'm going to be so proud. It's like, wow, I had the pleasure of working with this, with this person. And I just hope that I had a positive impact on, I want to say their lives, but like their, their creative side of their lives, maybe. I never started out thinking of like, oh, one day, I was very junior, one day I'm going to be head of design somewhere. I, I don't think anybody does really. But it's more like you want to be a designer, you want to refine your craft. But the more senior I, I became, the more I realized that to do this on a broader level, leading a team and then maybe designing less hands-on, but more having this kind of impact on the people and really design the setting that they can be successful designers. Sounds good. Maybe one last thing. Do you have any advice or process that you would recommend to someone who's like in the senior level and is thinking about going into leadership, going into management? Um, what would you recommend in today's you know, world to start with if one actually wants to start 
leading a team or, or thinking about management? That's a really good question. I think books have been written about it. So I think my answer will not cut it in that sense. But I think what was important to me is to understand what it actually means. And understanding that very much depends on the company you're working for. I think what, what helped me most is actually one of the things you mentioned. Um, number one, having a great mentor or having a great boss who inspires you. Somebody who gives you like the, look what you can all do in this kind of position, how positively you can influence other people for them to become their best selves. And I think one of the things which is still with me today, and one of the things which I enjoy most about my role is having the possibility to have one-on-ones with the designers. And this is something when I was more junior, I kind of dreaded. It was like, I don't know what to talk about, what, what advice could I possibly give them, you know? But nowadays it's more like, I want to spend the time with them to understand where they're at, uh, like in their journey as a designer, but also as a person. Just give people their space, you know, and the freedom to do their best work. Again, coming back to the being their best self. So to me, this is one of the things which really energizes me. After the one-on-ones uh, with my team members, I feel just energized and happy afterwards, you know. And this is the one of the most rewarding parts for me. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. As uh, for everyone who, who wants to check out Wolfgang, where, where can they find you on, on Twitter particularly? Right? Yes, What's I'm kind of active on Twitter. You can find me at twitter.com slash Wolfgang Bremer. Yeah, best design memes in the internet. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Wolfgang is opening the conference. He's going to do the first talk. So if you're either watching online or coming in person, you're going to have the pleasure to see his talk first. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in September. Thanks for having me, Damien. That was it. Remember that if you want to watch Wolfgang's talk, you can get a 15% off a ticket for the online conference using the code Hatch Design Talks on our website. See you next time.